This is Gutterball. The Lebowski Deepcast. It does kind of remind me of like the line art of Picasso. In each episode, Brad and Adam discuss a single minute of The Big Lebowski. Why don't we keep the whole million? Providing insight. This reminds me of uh, Walmart.horse. Commentary. Don't puff your chest out all hot saucily. And conjecture. The Supreme Court has <laughs> roundly rejected prior <laughs> restraint. <laughs> Gutterball. We're a little out of practice. That's a little, yeah, that was not quite uh, in unison, but oh well, what can you do? Do we need to do it again? No, it'll be okay. I don't know. If if everything's off by that, like, almost full half second. It depends on which way it's off. Because back when we started this, when we were even more amateurish than we are now. Which is hard to believe. It's hard to believe, but it's true. I, You know, our good friend Spax told us it's difficult to listen to those early episodes, so I'll take his word for it, because I can't bear to listen yeah. to them. Well, no, for sure. But I mean, at the same time, like, watching any show that's gone on for multiple years, trying to go back and watch the first year of it, is, ba- is hard. Yeah, always. Granted, probably not as hard as... As you want those eggs? As listening to uh, the the beginning of gutter balls. I know it's hard on the arteries. But old habits die hard, Brad. Yeah, that show might be an exception, because those first eight episodes are just masterful. Well, but not the pilot, you know? The pilot Co- was a little off. The pilot was off. Cooper acts a little weird. Well, he always acted weird. Well, No, he's being all hard. A, part of he's- making a pilot is all the characters are kind of like amped up to 11 just to kind of lay the groundwork for this is the show. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not that way as much anymore. I think now with more long form television, but back then, especially, I think it's even true now in some ways, but back then for sure, because the pilot was really the attempt to like, show the potential for what this show could be to the network and kind of sell it to them. So they'd have to like, all right, very broad strokes. Here's the zany one. Here's the serious one. I guess Cooper was the zany one. Yeah. So that being said, Dr. Jacoby, because you know, the scene I'm thinking of when they're in the hospital and Cooper's bracing him and he's acting all tough. Like he's being like bad cop. Cooper what you, is. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I. But Dr. Jacoby was pretty much right on. Like he didn't change too much. Granted, he wasn't a major character, but. Yeah. Well, the thing that I read about him was. Russ Tamblin? Russ, Russ Tamblin. No. No. Not Russ yes. Tamblin? Yes. No. Yeah, Russ Tamblin. I want it to be Russ Tamblin. Yeah, no, it's Russ Tamblin. He was in West Side Story. Uh, Yeah, Russ Tamblin. What? He was in West Side Story? Yeah. When he was 10? I don't know. Maybe like 20. Jesus. He's a... Yeah, he was like a known... Like a lot of these people, like we were just too young at the time to really appreciate a lot of the people in here were known from like things that are just before our time, like Russ Tamlin and West Side Story. Peggy Lipton was from the Mod Squad. Actually, West Side Story came out only 
29 <laughs> years before Twin Peaks. Right. So we're about as far away from Twin Peaks <laughs> oh, as Twin we're, Peaks there. is from West Side There we are story. again. But, uh, well, I read in an interview with Russ Tamblin. He was in fucking Django Unchained. Was he now? And so it says. Did I notice him? See, my memory I, is so fucking bad about these things sometimes. He's son of a gunfighter. Yeah. Anyway, interview with Russ Tamblin. He talked about how his character was originally written as just kind of like ultra sleazy. I think he played it well. <laughs> but but he says, but then he decided to also make him as eccentric as hell, hence the like multicolored glasses and, and stuff like that. And his weird kind of some of his weird shit with the like magic tricks, magic tricks and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the time reading that, I was like, oh, a, a centric character. <laughs> exactly what Twin Peaks needs. Right. What Another a great, great idea. You really rounded it out there by making an eccentric <laughs> character. What an epiphany. The light bulb went off. I know. Yeah. I've got it. Another eccentric character. I'll play this as an eccentric. Yes. So. Who is a, a non-eccentric character? I guess Sheriff Truman, right? He's there's, the there's a handful. Sheriff Truman, Leo Johnson. Yeah, he's Norma just Jennings. Bad, I guess. Big Ed's kind of okay. He's kind of straightforward. He's straightforward, but then when they bring the whole like book house, book house boys, and he's making a secret symbol. Yeah, rubbing in the side of his nose. Yeah, that like it's kind of like everyone. I mean, everyone eventually gets there. Well, I mean, and I guess that's part of the. That's the whole point of the show, right? It seems like oh, this like Pacific Northwest small idyllic town, but under the surface, right? You got all the ants and shit, mm -hmm. like in Blue Velvet, go under the surface, yep. all that shit there, and so it just takes longer. Underneath the surface, so you got to dig right. down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, right off the bat, you got okay, you know, high school girls getting murdered and weird sex sex rituals, and you know, log ladies and stuff. Okay, it's eccentric stuff's happening, but then it takes longer to kind of crack some of the other people, like like Big Ed. Was Bookhouse Boys second season? I think that was. Like that I think that season. was added in the second season, although okay. I can't say 100%. If I it might am. have been referenced, I'm pretty sure that did not exist at all till the second season. Rounding out the cast of eccentric characters. Yeah. Oh, God. Interview with Russ Tamblin. That's it? He He just decided to do that? That's, yeah, that, that, was, that was the end of that story, <laughs> as far as okay. I'm concerned. But yeah. I okay. remember reading that and just being like, well, hell, what that? Yeah. Like, great move there, Russ. Here's my issue with that. You're I, really breaking new ground there. I find it hard to believe that Lynch would let him freelance that much. But maybe he, you know, ran well, by him and he was like, yeah, that sounds cool. Do it. Yeah. I don't know how much they really do. I mean, Lynch does seem to kind of do shit. On the set a lot. Right. Spur of the moment. Like he did like in that story. Do I think we talked about this on, on the podcast previously, how he pulled out the, uh, the ear from blue velvet. <laughs> right. 
just right. uh, I know what this needs. <laughs> and he's kind of like here, or uh, you know, the famous, uh, you know, could you leave us, please, Jim? Uh, Jim, <laughs> like, yeah, like that. Apparently, was. Now he scripted that into the show, but that's something that happened. It's something on that the happened. Set, yeah, and he's like, let's do it. Like, let's that. use it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I think then, he actually said something to that guy. On the, the set, and the said, guy went, Jim. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? All right, we'll use that. Or, like, the llama being let out of the veterinary office and looking Cooper in the face and going, bah. Yeah. I mean, Lynch is much more, as opposed to Coen Brothers, much more of a, like, um, subconscious, like, this is like a, a dreamlike state. Let's just right. kind of let things come in and out as they will. It doesn't matter. And I think even his creative process seems, from what I've seen, seems to be that way. Like Inland Empire, it's kind of off the cuff. Yeah, I mean, a I don't know specifically about how that movie got made. I don't know a lot, but but yeah, I mean, I would I would assume so. A lot of the stuff in Eastern Europe was unscripted from what I could gather. I mean, obviously some of it had to be planned out and whatever, but did it? I, it did yeah. any of that have to be planned out? I'm not sure. Yeah, I should some probably of it. watch that movie again. Have you seen it more than once? No, I've seen it twice. I only saw it once. I've I'll, I'll, I'll quickly recount the story since I think it's probably been maybe 50 episodes since I last told it. <laughs> it's on time, here. but yeah, I only I have only seen it since the time I saw it in the theater and the uh the uh the beatniks were applauding slowly. Not the present day beatniks. The beatniks from the 50s that are still around. Jesus, they're still there. Bravo. Oh man. And they Another were like triumph for the arts. There were like seven of them in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of one or two who I might know who may it, have been in there. It wasn't anyone. I don't think it was anyone you know, but it was Surprising. definitely of that type. He was probably in a different screening. Yeah. <laughs> Another triumph for the arts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say, upon second viewing, like... Sure, there's stuff that I love, and I'll always love me some Lynch, but it didn't hold up. <laughs> I mean, he, he was. It, it's a. I mean, it's fine. I can't begrudge the guy. I mean, I he, can't either. It's a. It's not made to be an easy film. It's made to be a difficult film. There's a place for that in the world, and yes, it's a difficult film. Yes. I mean, I would say Eraserhead was a difficult film. Eraser is a difficult film, but I enjoy the hardship of it. Inland yes. em Empire was a difficult film, and I could not enjoy the hardship of it. Did not enjoy the hardship of it too much. There were moments, but yeah, as a whole, no. Did not enjoy the hardship. But you know the, the couple of moments there. Obviously the face, uh, you know, the gypsy dude in the car. Pointing the finger and making his little noises. Some bad, bad stuff. Laura Dern's face as she runs up out of the darkness. Some bad shit in there. And it's like you've been 
put through so much drudgery. It's a little oasis. Yeah, a little oasis. It's like the shot of this guy's face is pretty cool. This is the highlight of the film. Well, no, not that. I mean, because I watched it by myself in the dark. And when that thing, that face came on there, it was just, and it wouldn't stop. To be honest, I can't even picture it. Like, I can't. Okay. I mean, it was like 13 years ago or something when this movie came out, wasn't it? It was like 20 years ago. I think it was early 90s. No, man, it was 2006. 2006. It's not even 10 years ago. Not even 10 years ago. So there's one case where time doesn't seem like it's flying. Although it is weird to think, like, I don't know. Close the case on that one, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, let's just close all these fucking cases. Let's talk Lebowski. I don't want to. Really? You just just don't want it to end? Well, this is uh, the last minute where we have movie. Yeah, but think about how much fun we'll have talking about the credits for five episodes. Okay, this minute had some credits in it, and I started to get that same panic attack this where minute, I have wait, to... Wait, 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 What? We're still on minute 112. Oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'll... Are we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, see, this is so long. I don't remember. We're, we're on... This is supposed to be... Well, I don't know. We could just fuck it if we want, but we did not talk about... We decided we were going to do a 112A. Oh, we didn't... Oh, Jesus, man. We... <laughs> You really are stupid, you know? Fuck. Well, I was looking at the Google Doc here, and it was all confused. I thought before we recorded, maybe I should bring it up Uh, to make sure we were on the same minute. But I forgot to do that. Well. well, Fucking amateur. See, well, it's like all cyclical, right? We've come back to our original state. This is like episode two all over again. (laughs) With episode two was worse than episode one. Well, episode one at least had like the novelty of being the first episode. True. You, you get a little leeway just yeah. for being the first. And we had the whole universal logo to discuss. That was a pretty big high point. That was the high point of the show, perhaps. Yeah, well, 120 some episodes by the time this is done. Well, let me ask you something. Since we're trying to figure out what we're doing, apparently, right now. Yeah. Shouldn't 112 then be called 112A? We're recording 112A right now. Oh, but... You're saying 112A should come before 112? But that's not how we've been doing it, I mean, that just won't work, because the content management system I built to do this won't do it that way. (laughs) 112A will always come after 112. That's how we've been doing it, though. Actually, to yeah. be honest, that's not true. That would I wouldn't have a problem. Except I already called the last episode one twelve. So right. Well, no, that's and yeah, right. That's yeah. We just didn't play the minute last time at all. Right. What did we talk about? Well, <laughs> a lot of stuff. We talked about Inland Empire. <laughs> Doctor Jacoby. Yeah, Russ Tamblin. Did you know he was in West Side Story? What, when he was like 10? I think he was like 20. Jesus. Guy's been around. You know, West Side Story. Let's. (laughs) Is almost. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's um, pretty. Twin Peaks is as far away from us as West Side Story. Oh, don't even go there. But how long ago was Inland Empire? That was like 12, 13 years ago, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it's like 20 years ago. So from the early 90s? Early ni- No, it was 2006. 2006. Well, that's one way the time isn't really, you know, going too fast, because that seems like hey, it was a long time ago. Close the case on that one. Let's play let's play the minute for 112 right now. <laughs> let's close the case on all Let's just that do shit. that. Okay. Play 112, go. Okay. Beep boop. The dude abides. I don't know about you, but I take comfort in that. It's good knowing he's out there. The dude taking her easy for all us sinners. Shush. I sure hope he makes the finals. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. Things seem to have worked out pretty good for the dude and Walter. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I didn't like seeing Donnie go. But then I happen to know that there's a little Lebowski on the way. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. <laughs> well. <clears throat> there was minute 112. Right. There was the uh, the stranger. Making kind of his talks. speech, his soliloquy, his chorus, whatever you want to call it. Spinning a yarn. Yeah. He uh, takes comfort knowing he's out there, the dude. Taking her easy for all us sinners. I know. Do you take comfort from that, Adam? Somewhat. Only somewhat? Only somewhat. Is it because he's not real? It's because he's not real and he's not me. Well, that's what I was going to say. If I took up, because I've been threatening to do this for a little while now. Mm -hmm. If I took up the lifestyle of the dude. That would provide me more comfort. Would that provide you comfort? Yes. Because that might be just the reward I need. That would provide me much more comfort. I would take much more comfort in that. Any listeners out there? Would take comfort in that? Let us know. <laughs> Please. Because if enough of you would take comfort, I'll do it. Just dive in. Dive into the stew. I'll just dive in. Well, I don't know if it's diving into the stew or not. Exactly. I think it is. In Any, a way, it is. Yeah. Anytime you're off the potato, you're in I the stew. I would definitely be living off the potato, so to speak. Then you're in the stew. Then I guess I would be a- in the stew. I wouldn't be like an astronaut in the stew, though. No, I would the be like a lazy guy with a bowling ball in the stew. I find it hard to bowl. I'm not good at bowling. My gimped up knee makes it hard. Mm, yeah, I used to be not too bad. I had a little, couple little tricks. What were some of your but tricks? But I can't do it. Well, they're they're. Uh, they're just tricks, little body tricks that I figured out that kind of helped me. You don't I'm a self-taught bowler. I'm not a classical bowler. Can you share them or is this these are like trade secrets? They're not trade secrets, but it, it's pretty it's hard for me to describe. I mean, it just had to do like I would kind of go into like a separate state 
like my body would take over and I would know if I was in the zone or not as I was going. Cause I could just feel like, okay, my knees and my body are just kind of doing this thing on their own that they've learned to do. I know this feeling. And for me, part of it was, even though I was kind of moving forward and taking a step forward, my feet were also sliding. I had to describe this. Maybe. Maybe I, in the I know last the episode sensation. I talked about it. But, yeah, my feet would kind of slide. It was like a reverse moonwalk. I was moonwalking, but forward. Right. I got you. And then that would somehow, and the ball would just kind of somehow, it was less like I would move my hand forward as much as I would pull my hand back away from the ball as the ball was already traveling forward. The ball's got a mind of its own. Yeah. You're just letting it go on its journey. Like I would be in some weird zone where that shit would be happening and I would just be doing strikes. What's your high score? If you can say, I don't really know. Ever break 200? Yes. Wow. Rarely, but I have done it. Wow. Shit. I may have done it once. Yeah. I may have only done it like four times. I'm going to guess. I don't know if I ever have. That's that's pretty pretty good. I've probably hit like 180 a lot. Wow. I usually I would I would say I would never bowl less than like a 13 uh 130. Sure. Like that was my baseline, I would say, using this weird meditation forward moonwalk method that I had. Yeah, 130 would be a good game for me. And like, if I get a one fifty, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Well, I could, you know, you know, I could just lie and just be like, yeah, I'm getting like high two hundreds, occasional three hundred, because like I, I can't do it anymore. But I would know I you're no full way of to shit. Prove then this, we go to you're a bowling. Keeping it just believable enough. Yeah, like if we go to a bowling alley, you'd be like, all right, show me a one thirty. I'm not going to be able to do it. I can't do it anymore. My knees fucked up. But why? Why should that matter? Like. Like, cause my knee has to kind of bend in a certain way and take this the is, weight. Like I can't do it. This is your meditative reverse moonwalking yeah. state. I, you I try walk, and like, I walk might around. be able to do it once, but then I'm like, fuck my knee. Like it's just blown out. I can't do it. I can't put any more weight on it after doing it like once. Maybe the stranger's got an epic look up right as the uh, dolly in stops, stops on him. Dude walks away. We see the stranger. Yeah, so let me. Yep. Here, I'm, I'm reversing here on my uh, on my reference copy. So yeah, the yeah the the dudes walking away. They you doll dolly in on the stranger, right? <clears throat> Moving in, we settle. He looks up, like glances, and like boom, he's in our face, and the fourth wall has now been completely destroyed. There and he goes. Yeah, his eyes like penetrate. He's there. It's like you've almost like you think he's that you just think, okay, yeah, yeah. He gives you that penetration. He penetrates you hard from under his brow. You know, mm-hmm. there's no escaping no. that steely gaze. I mean, you thought the mustache was one thing, but then you you ain't got nothing to get this gaze. Mm-mm. Get that gaze, that steely gaze. Yeah, I'm just I'm captured by it now well that about does it wraps her all up wraps her all up and that's all i got for uh (laughs) minute 112 all right i'm gonna declare this fuck it
This is no longer 112A. This is episode 113. Mark it, dude. Mark it. Fuck this 112A bullshit. 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 All right. 113. Go. Play it. Play the play minute 113. Rolling. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Get you later on down the trail. Say, friend, you got any more of that good sarsaparilla? So what episode are we are we on now? Are we back? I don't know. What episode are we on before we one thirteen? I wasn't sure you were asking me or that was for the benefit. I don't know. So we're on episode one thirteen. This is just one thirteen. There is no one twelve A. Fuck one twelve A. Fuck one twelve A. We're on one thirteen. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. I thought we were back. We're back. I can't tell when we're back and when we're not back anymore. I don't know anymore. The lines are blurring between reality and <coughs> gutter sanity. You could just put gutter on the front or back of anything, pretty much. It's a whole new world. It all works out. Gutter sanity. Um, well, I do have things to talk about for 113. But yeah. Actually, I, I have Well, that's re- it. 113 is it. I have a revisit. (laughs) A revisit to the previous minute? It goes two episodes, but I think I've lost count. We're not sure. The the concept of an episode. In this day and age, it's meaningless. It's kind of meaningless. We've kind of blurred the lines there. It's dated. It's a dated concept. Episodes. What is this? The 40s? 2040s. Here's my revisit. Actually, this so this goes back to episode 111, I guess. Barry Asher, the bowling professional. Yes. At the beginning of the last shot. Right. Well, this all goes together because it's the last shot spans multiple these minutes. last three yeah. episodes. Right. So to talk about. And and Barry Asher is kind of the bookend. He begins the shot and ends the shot. Yep. So he, any discussion of this minute would naturally have to include a discussion of two minutes previously. It's linkages, Brad. It's linkages. So what about Mr. Asher? Or maybe it's Dr. It Asher. I don't know. Dr. Jacoby? Dr. Asher? He starts off by by rolling. That's the bookend. He rolls. He rolls to start this sequence, this scene, and he rolls to end it. He does not get a strike to start this scene. 
You can see the seven mm-hmm. pin. No, for standing. sure. He doesn't get him down. Now, so they got everybody set up. It's like, okay, Barry, cue Barry. He goes, you know, throws it, doesn't get it down. You would think they would re-rack it. It's like, oh, we want to get a strike. But I guess they're already rolling. They got speed, multiple right. speeds. It's like, yeah, fuck it. And maybe the whole idea, because you can almost not see it. Because the dude kind of walks up in front. Right. It's almost like maybe you weren't supposed to know. Maybe the idea was you weren't, like, it was just like, it doesn't really matter. Or maybe, again, they're just like. You get nine pins down in life, babe. Yeah. Maybe that was, maybe that was a trick shot. They were like, hey, how good are you at knocking down nine pins? He's like, hell yeah, I can do that in my sleep. Just leave the seven. Which pin do you want to stay up? Right. Just tell me which one. I'll do it. Now that would be a clever party trick. Yeah, he's like the it's like the Harlem Globetrotters of bowling. This guy. So that leads me to the other end of the bookshelf, the other mm-hmm. bookend. Mm-hmm. We don't. We're left wondering if he got a strike here. It's like because it cuts to black before we see all the pins down, right? And the nine pin is a little suspicious looking. Well. I think, I, well, I think there might be two things at play here. The first is the fact that he has to get a strike. It's like we just recorded a three-minute long take with Jeff Bridges and Sam Elliott. Don't fuck this up, Barry. You have to get a strike. If you don't, like, we have to redo it. It's just like, that's too much pressure to put on anyone, even if you're Barry Asher, right? I I also think there's something to the tension of it going black. As the balls are being hit, it goes to black. Like, if let's say even if he did get a strike, you wouldn't want to see it anyway. There's a strike, and then it goes to black. Like, it's the timing, and it creates that little bit of tension. It's like the end of Inception. That's what I was going to say. Like, the end of Inception is a lot stronger, and it's tied to the narrative more directly. But again, it is like that, right? And I think Christopher Nolan, he ends a lot of his movies in that way. And not, again, not as strong as Inception, because the whole idea is, is the top going to fall over? Right. And you're almost waiting. Like, when he spins the top, you're like, oh, here it comes. Here's the M. Night here it come, Shyamalan ending. And then it just, like, cuts to black before you can see, like, which, what, oh, what? Like, yeah. It, w- it wobbled, though. Yeah, it wobbled, but didn't stop. Like, yeah. Did, did it? Uh, uh. I felt... Because his next movie was Dark Knight Rises, and I felt that ending was kind of similar. Dark Knight Rises? I thought that was a putrid movie. A lot of people think that. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was okay. It was pretty good. kind of dumb. But the ending, the last shot, was Joseph Gordon-Levitt going in the Batcave. The, like, bat paraphernalia, like, started to rise out. But then just again, just like it kind of cut to black like too early. It was just like he sees it. It starts to rise out of the water. It's like cut to black. Like it was a, but I all thought it was great because again, it left that tension in there and it left that sense of like, well, what's going to happen? Like if he looked to the camera and was like, oh man, or something <laughs> like, or like gave some look like shit. This is awesome. This is the bat cave. Like it would not have been as good as just like he kind of walks in. The stuff starts to rise out of the water. It doesn't even get out all the way. It just like cuts to black. It's just like 
All right. That was good. Strong ending. Similar. Same thing with this bowling pins. It's like. Doesn't redeem the rest of the movie, though. No, I'm not saying it redeems the movie. I'm just saying strong. I'm not. I'm not saying that's why I like the movie per se, but it's a similar on a smaller scale. The Big Lebowski, I think the ending is on. But again, it's that idea of, yeah, you want to end it right there. And you're left with a question, you know, and that's how you should leave. You don't just tidy things up with a bow all the time. Leave people wondering a little bit. Leave a little mystery in life. Once you solve the mystery, yeah. it's boring. Well, it leaves you with that tiniest bit of, uh, I'm going to say, like, tension or, like, unresolved. Yeah, it's like a little tingle of unresolved tension. And it also, I think, is this sense that, like, life continues on past the film. I love that. So, yeah, I'm it, all for how they cut this at the end. Because it's neither a strike nor a not strike. It's Schrodinger's strike. Schrodinger's strike. Sh- Schrodinger's strike. That's exactly, or Schrodinger's frame? I don't know. Schrodinger's role, I guess. Schrodinger's role. It's it's Schrodinger's like, bowling lane. I don't like Schrodinger. Schrodinger's. Schrodinger's. Schrodinger's? I don't like saying that. Yeah. I don't like saying it either. Do I do I go Schrodinger's or Schrodinger's? You know? Schrodinger's. I I think it's Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's maybe. Schrodinger's. You don't even pronounce the G. Schrodinger's. It's like a dinger. Schrodinger. Schrodinger's. Schrodinger's roll. It's neither a strike nor... Not a strike. Yeah. And and Barry Asher gives an excited little hop right at the end. Like, ooh. And I think that adds to it, too, because you can tell, like, it's almost as if when he when he rolled it, he's like, kind of was thinking, like, oh, fuck, I don't know. And right when it's hitting, he, like, <gasps> gives an excited little hop, like, ooh, maybe I did get it. Ah. He kind of jumps to the left a little bit, kind of stands up a little straighter. He's like, whoop kind of love that i think that adds to your little uh your little tension tingle too mm-hmm. brad's got a little tension tingle <laughs> brad your tension tingle showing <laughs> again god damn it did you also notice since we're on this idea of bookends and barry asher now barry asher is not an actor He's a professional bowler, I'd He's imagine. A professional bowler. He runs a pro shop in a bowling alley somewhere, I think, in Vegas or Reno, somewhere in Nevada. <coughs> oh, I was corrected recently on that. It's Nevada, excuse me. Which I don't like saying Nevada. I like saying Nevada. Uh, uh, you say Nevada, I say Nevada. I don't know. Right. I don't now, he, think someone can claim that one of those is right and the others is wrong. What if you live in Nevada? People that live places generally pronounce the name of that place wrong. Really? Case in point, Shendo. Ugh. What? Ugh. Wilkes-Barre. Oh, boy. Now, how do you say that one? How do I say it? Yeah. Well... Because growing up, I always said it Wilkes-Barre. Yeah, Wilkes-Barre is what I said. But now when I think about it and think about how it's spelled, it might be Wilkes-Barre. It's Wilkes... Well, 
So this is this is where we can get into some things. So, all right. So it's named after two members of Parliament. What is the preferred nomenclature? Wilkes Bar. And Wilkes so Barry. you could say the names of these people were pronounced Wilkes and Barry. I believe this is okay. where I'm going to talk based on my memory from 20 years ago researching this topic, and I could be way fucking off. This is one what of these could- <laughs> like spontaneous detours where I'm just going to like say everything wrong, but it doesn't matter. It makes for a good story. Your memory is going to make you laugh to beat the band (laughs) from 20 years ago is infallible. Please continue. I can't wait to laugh to beat the band. Wilkes. So you could say it's pronounced. It should be pronounced Wilkes Barry because that's how that guy's name. The guy's name was Barry. It's a weird spelling for Barry. Yeah. B A R R E. British. I can think of a lot of spellings for Barry. They had their own rules back then. Back then, you know, they said they used F's instead of S's, all kinds right. of weird shit. Like, they spelled G- brains B R A Y N E S. A draft. There's a lot of G's and H's in there. Yeah. Anyway. It's like Nam back then. The bottom line is I've heard Wilkes Barry, Wilkes Barr. Wilkes Barra, Wilkes Bear, like Wilkes not bear, bear yeah. like a bear, but Wilkes. I can't even do it quite right. Anyway, sometimes you eat the bar, sometimes the Wilkes bar it eats you. Yep, it's that simple. So anyway. what? It, it, they were they were names of people. Yes, and they they members had a definite of, pronunciation. members of the British Parliament that were uh, sympathetic to the cause of the colonies. So they gave him a little shout out by naming the town yeah, after them. They were like, "Hey, see now that I wrote it down, it keeps they, looking." They believe, you know, there's no taxation without weirder, representation. They they're into that over there. Weirder Wilkes Barry, Wilkes Bar, Wilkes Barry. They they just picked two last names. Like, imagine if that's how we went around naming shit now. Well, but I don't really think it. it's just Wilkes Barry. Yeah. Seems just, like a nice town name, but it's not. <laughs> Wilkes-Barre. It is a little ra- bit of a weird name. It's a little bit. It's there are random. a lot of weird names in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, man. Lots of weird names. Rough and Ready. That's the name of a town in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Pillow. 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 Scott Run. Looks like Scrotum if you drive past at yeah. just the right speed. Yep. Yeah, two boys. So the Wyoming balls, Valley, Wilkes-Barre is in the Wyoming Valley. Not the Lycoming Valley. No, the Wyoming Valley. Right. The state of Wyoming is named after the Wyoming Valley in Pennsylvania. How about that? Is the Grand Canyon named after the Grand Canyon of Pennsylvania? That is not the case. Okay. Would be nice, though. But the Wyoming Valley in Pennsylvania... Is the uh, namesake. Yes, that's the true Wyoming. Wyoming is in Pennsylvania. And then settlers from here ended up over there. Settlers. They're just like, fuck, we'll just use the same name again. Two syllables. Actually, I think something else happened. That's what I originally thought. But I think it was something like there was the Wyoming Valley Massacre. And like to show their solidarity or something with the massacred they named the name of their new place wyoming the settlers did 
or something like that. So now it's settlers because you were kind of catching on that I was giving you hell about that. A little bit. A little bit. But I don't, I mean, I don't care what you say. Settlers. It's usually settlers for you? No, not usually. That was a weird. You just kind of came out? Just kind of came out weird for some reason, yeah. Settlers. Kettle. Put put the kettle on the on the stove. Kettle. 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 Settler. 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 I think it should be settler. Spelled settler, isn't it? It's spelled settler. It's also spelled comfortable. Yeah. But who the fuck says comfortable? I'm very comfortable. I guess people do. Don't you just say comfortable? Comfortable. You know, I butcher it. No, you're right. Comfortable. Stupid. That's terrible. Comfortable. Sometimes I try to be good. Say comfortable. But then I just sound like a jackass. Comfortable. Comfortable. Look. Look at Mr. Holier Than Now going around all comfortable. Comfortable. Garage. Oh, look at Mr. Fancy French Frenchman over here. Garage? Carhold. Let's stick with Carhold. I like that better. Barry Asher's been waiting for like three minutes. He rolls once. Yep. He got he's gotta walk off screen. Mm-hmm. Wait for three minutes for the what have you. Mm-hmm. And then he's gotta get a cue. To walk out there and roll again <clears throat> for the end of the movie. And there's some beautiful timing because then the camera kind of dollies past the stranger even. Racks focus so we can see Barry Asher in the background. But when he first walks out, you can tell he's just kind of been waiting there. It's like that always kind of struck me as a little like mm. <clears throat> a little awkward. It's like, OK, so go. Get when you have like a non-professional actor. Right, featured. Oh, you're right. You know? I just looked at it. Now I'll never be able to unsee it. You never noticed that before? I mean, I, I may have, but I never really fully I noticed absorbed that, it. Uh, the first time I saw the movie. He's like a like, second hmm. off. He's, he's just a little late. He's a second off. If he started walking a second sooner. You'd never notice it. Or the camera was a second behind. Yeah, you'd never know it. But yeah, he's stand. You could tell he's standing like literally six inches out of the frame. Right. The whole time just waiting. And so his first step is like, now is the time when I walk towards the ball and I pick the ball up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once he gets in his stance and has the ball in his hands, he's good. Like he's in his element, but waiting for that cue and walking yeah. over to it's it. It's just that like, there's like about one second. He's acting. Yeah, there's about one second of him standing there being like, okay, I'm waiting for my cue to walk forward and get the ball. And it shows up there. It's on. It's in frame. Yeah, that. I mean, that jumped out at me the very first time. Because you kind of knew as soon as they started like moving past right. the stranger, it's like, okay, now he's going to bowl a strike. And poof, I got it all figured out. Unless this is one of these like uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure aspect ratio tricks. I don't think so. Like in the theater, you didn't see him because it was framed the, differently. In the theater, you would have seen more, probably. This is 16.9. It's probably one eight something to one or two point 
something to one. Speaking of wide aspect ratios. Uh, yep, there you go. Mm-hmm. Hateful Eight. Yeah, that little like featurette they have talking about the Panavision lenses and beautiful. It's a beautiful little featurette. It's playing in two locations down here. Oh yeah, I was was, was looking. I couldn't find a list of where it's playing. But I don't know if that's Christmas Day, and I don't know if that's a road show. Oh, I so. see what you're saying. Yeah, we got to find the road show locations, right? To see that in uh, glorious yeah, 75. 70 millimeter. <laughs> but they film it in 65. 65, which like, I don't understand. Like, they say that like it makes, like it's supposed to make sense to us. Right. Everybody should understand 70 millimeter. It. What does that mean? Well, let me explain it to you. We shoot it in 65 millimeter and then project it in 70 millimeter. Like that's oh, supposed to come. Oh, now I get it. No, now you just, you've confused it. the issue. You just made it even more fucked up. Yeah. Is it because they have to add the soundtrack? Is that the extra five millimeters? I have no fucking clue, dude. You know, because when you shoot, you're not going to, you don't need that little area for the sound, right? So you'd shoot 65 just to save film, but 70, it rolls through the projector and it's got to have literally the little strip with the sound on it. Yeah, maybe. Is that what the deal is? No fucking clue. Me either. I should know that. But I will say, even on their little YouTube video, you can see there's something magical about that aspect ratio. Or maybe I'm just so susceptible to the marketing hype. Yeah. But you know me, I fucking love film. Yeah, you do. It might be a little bit of both, though. And I think it's not even necessarily the film, although, because what can you really tell a little YouTube video, the, you know, dreamlike quality of film, but it's just how fucking wide it is. Yeah, like those compositions are just fascinating, like the mountains in the background and then the stagecoach in the the cabin and like the middle ground and there's like the outhouse right in the fore and like it's just all that is there and it's just like you can soak it in and almost fall into it and it's like almost overwhelming because you don't know where to look because there's so much to look at well let's make sure we put a a link to this in the show notes in case people don't know what we're talking about we definitely will do that and you can find the show notes at gutterballs.tv slash 113. Because this is now episode 113. Fuck this is yes, no longer is. episode 112A. I love it. Fuck 112A. Fuck 112A. That was a fucking... I hated that episode. I mean, the truth is, like, I really felt... And I still feel like we're missing shit because we should really talk about... Unpack the do the stranger's speech, but like I have nothing to say about it right now. I don't either. Like, what do it's we have to say it about is, it? And it's awesome, but yeah. I can't really. I feel kind of stupid saying that. But like, me too. We also have what is it? Five more episodes. He said what he said. How are we going to improve on it? Yeah, we, we should have like never five have done more this episodes podcast. of credits. I'll figure it out and we'll revisit it. <coughs> All right, or not. We'll put it in there. We'll see. Or but not. We have five more episodes after this. Final five after this, so. Final five. Is that final true? Five. 14, 14, 15, 16, 16 17, I'm counting 18. On my fingers. Yeah. There's five. 18 episodes, right? I hate 118 that. 118 is the last episode? 118. 
But 114 to 118 is five, not yeah. four, which I hate. Oh, fuck. Don't get me started. That's why I had to fucking count it on my goddamn <laughs> me fingers. Me too. Me too. I was like, 114, there's my thumb. 115, there's my index finger. 16, 17, 18. Like a fucking five-year-old. Five fingers, five years old. Ugh. 114 to 118 is five because, but zero to five is also five, even though it should be six, but there is no zero. We should have named episode one, episode fucking zero, just to give the middle Uh, finger to all these numbers. I don't know. Maybe. So if we, let's say we get to episode 118 and we decide we want to do an extra episode, does it kind of jump back around and this might be it might be like episode negative one at that point well what happened to zero there's no episode zero man oh come on there is isn't there i don't know you just go to negative one you can have a negative one and no zero yeah there's never a zero just like there's no year zero right is that true yeah there's no year zero then you start no. counting at one. I mean, it kind of makes sense. It doesn't, and it does make sense. So there's a year, at least from you know the calendar we use, there's a year 1 BC and 1 AC, but there's no year zero? That just seems lazy. Well. Or like, like superstitious. You know, like not having a 13th no, floor? I think Why it's can't just, you just have a year it's zero? It just makes kind of sense. Like, the same reason you wouldn't start a podcast at episode zero. If you were cool, you would. If you were cool, but let's face it, not too many people are that cool. I don't know of anyone that's cool like, enough to pull it off. Like, would you start every, what about every, uh, like, sequels to movies? You have Star Trek 2009. Star Trek Into Darkness, Star Trek 1, because the first one was Star Trek Zero? Maybe. Maybe. It's the second movie, but then it gets even more confusing, I think. It causes more problems, because then the second movie is Star Trek 1. When I start a new sequence in my nonlinear editing program, it starts at Zero zero colon zero zero colon zero zero colon zero zero, and that's frame one, all zeros. Yeah, but that's like for techies, man. Well, I don't care who it's for. I'm just giving you the facts. Frame one is zero. Frame two is one. If you want a thirty frame long clip, you have to go to frame twenty nine. Zero to twenty-nine, with John Turturro as Jesus Quintana, <laughs> Ben Gazzara as Jackie Treehorn, David Zero Thewlis to as Knox Harrington. Is that the sequel starting while Ben Gazzara's dead? Yeah, well, yeah, they got their own um, full-screen credit there. Just the three of them, mm-hmm. not the cops. Well, it's Marty, one of these the weird, like, and I always feel like there's probably some like strict rules. With the unions or something about how you have to be credited and what order you get credited is somehow important. There's definitely rules about it. And I think there's also like negotiations that go on depending on your clout. Yeah. As an actor in particular, the Writers Guild has definite rules. But I think as an actor, like you negotiate some of this crap. 
Yeah. But it's just weird. Like Thulis wasn't that much of a guy. Well, but it starts with, with those three supporting characters because they didn't make the cut in the beginning. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, Right. So it's like, okay, we already heard about, you know, Jeff Bridges and John Goodman and everyone in the beginning and Julian Hoffman probably and Julian Moore. We heard about them in the beginning. So these people didn't make the beginning, but they make this beginning before we get into like the big rundown of credits. We'll give these people. What's weird though, is like little call out here. Turturro being such a Coen brothers guy. And like being such a huge part of this movie, not screen time wise, but like impact wise. Right. It's crazy to think he didn't make the cut in the opening credits. And sometimes they do that to keep it a surprise. Like, right. Oops, here's Matt Damon. Fooled you. You didn't know it was going to be him. But I don't know if they did that for this one. They just kind of shoved him back there, which seems kind of disrespectful or something well it is definitely i think in this hierarchy right it's kind of like a it's like somewhere but i feel like it's somewhere between first class and second class like instead of being an a plus you're an a lister you're still an a lister you're just not an a plus you're not b either because otherwise you'd just be like mods thugs right or the nihilists they're just listed in the big crawl of millions of names right i mean David Huddleston got his own thing. I guess he's in it more, though. And again, I think it might have to do, like you said, like there's certain rules, like the amount of time you speak, but then it gets mixed with your, I don't know, maybe, yeah, your clout can change, like you can negotiate to get that up. I mean, Flea and Leon Rusum are in the beginning. They are. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I don't know how it works. Or again, but maybe wh- that with thing is actually a special <laughs> right because, that might be because sometimes more you'll see that it'll be kick like ass what's that it might be more kick ass yeah. to have with you i mean know, like usually introducing the with when it comes in the beginning because they might say here's all all the credits of all these people then it always the end will say and with george clooney right and i'm always like well why did it get an end with him why did he get the end with because he's not like he's too big for the movie to envelop him. He lives outside the well, movie. Well, it's like the end with is like a special call out, I feel. If you get right, the end with, saying. that means you're the shit. Except that happens at the beginning. Yes. And Thulis, Gazara, and Tuturo. But this is still a got with. The end. They have it's a, still a with, with credit. They it's put an, it at the end, but it says with. An end with. Though. It's an end with, not a. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's confusing, the, this biz. Somebody knows. Maybe Jen knows. Should get her on the horn. We got a member of SAG. You know some SAG people. Yeah. The, uh, I heard, I, Think, I remember reading this once. Big Bacon's a member of SAG. He might know. <laughs> he is? Yeah. Believe it or not. The, uh, oh, that's right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Actually, I got confused about who Big Bacon was for a second. But now I don't remember. The um, I I remember hearing. I don't know if this is true, but like Star Wars, because it has no credits in the beginning, right? And George Lucas wanted that, 
And, like, he couldn't do that on the rules based on, like, Screen Actors Guild or whatever. Or, like, the Hollywood, whatever rules there were. So he somehow, like, did his, his film was technically, like, a listed as, like, a UK production. Right. It was a UK film. Well, they shot a lot of it at Pinewood, didn't they? Yeah, and they shot a bunch of it in the UK, I think, too. And he used that to be like, okay, well, I don't have to put the credits in the beginning. Fuck Just you. kind of funny because you know star wars is a bit of a throwback space western whatever Mm -hmm. and they used to like shove all the credits up front right back in the day yeah yeah when you watch an old movie like that and it's like what the fuck it's like four minutes worth of yeah it's all the it's just all the credits in the beginning and then then the end movie just ends it just says the end the end like here's marilyn monroe looking out her window like huh and it says the end and then the the movie's just done Cut to black. It's Done. just a weird... Yeah, it's just so different from what uh, we're used to in this day and age. Yep, it's all about immediacy, Brad. Nobody can just... Nobody can stomach three, four, five, six yeah. minutes of credits. Put the right, credits at right the end. Front. So everybody can, can walk out. walk out at the end. Except now right. they put the little teaser at the end of the credits. Right. But you I still don't stay. stay the end. I still don't do it. Oh, I do. Do you? I live for those fucking little things at the end. Well, I feel, I feel obligated to leave. I remember I went through a phase where I was like, I'm, I am an artist of the cinema. I shall stay and appreciate all of these names that have gone into this film. I shall sit here till the end alone in this theater. We've all been through it. Yeah. I used to do the same thing, but, but it's uh, like, I got places to be now. That's yeah. not really true. I don't have anywhere to go. But uh But you do still stay to the end. You just don't bother reading many of the names. Right. Oh, I don't stay to the end. If it's a like if it's a Marvel movie because they've kind of perfected that little stinger at the end that I'm like, all right. That's the trick. If it's a Marvel movie, well cuz they stay. Uh, you know, or maybe something else. Well, now they have there's like a website like is there a scene after the credits.com or something. You just put in the movie name it says Oh, that's handy. Stay or not, right? So I might... Uh, that damn internet. Like, if it's a Marvel movie, I know you gotta stay to the end. Although fucking Avengers 2 fucked me in the ass with that. They didn't give you anything? Well, they gave a mid credit sequence, but not oh. an end credit sequence. Oh, they really hosed you. So there was a mid credit sequence, like, okay, let's wait to the end. There was nothing. Now, why like, would the they do Avengers that? The first Avengers movie had the had the mid credit sequence where they like revealed Thanos, and it's like, ooh, okay, there's something for all the geeks. And then he stayed to the end. They had the shawarma scene. Don't know what either of those things mean. I think Thanos was in Thor. No, see the guy in the chair. He's the guy in the chair. He was in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, but he was first okay. seen in Avengers, the first Avengers. In the mid credit sequence. He was the guy behind it all. Like, the guy that kept talking to Loki about, like, oh, you better get the cube, or you won't even understand. You beg for something as sweet. Like, he was kind of the force behind something bigger in the whole movie, and then it's revealed in the mid credit scene that it was Thanos. You never saw Titan Thanos in, in Thor? I don't think so. Okay, I'm just getting it confused with Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, he's in that. And but uh I love that movie. Oh, it's a great movie. So much fun. Good times there. 
Lots of one. good times. That fucking raccoon. I'm not, you know, I didn't think. A lot of people are like, I'm not going to fucking see that. It has a goddamn raccoon in it. Exactly. But he was fucking awesome. He was great. He was great. Like, there's an animated talking raccoon in this fucking movie. I don't think so. But I don't even know what compelled me to go see it. I don't know. Maybe Chris Pratt. Maybe there are still actors yeah. that draw you in. Could be. Well, I mean, the thing got <clears throat> off the charts reviews and fan adoration. I saw it pretty early on, though. I'm, yeah. I'm not a sucker for that kind of shit. I know these people like anything. It's got whatever ah. DC attached to the front of it. <laughs> what? Nothing. Um. Anyway. Superman. But the, but the after the credits scene in uh, fucking Batman, the first Iron Man, Iron Man. What about it? The, I don't it, remember it. Fucking, if Thanos. you're into this shit, it was it was a fucking nerd dog whistle. I don't know. <laughs> a nerd dog whistle. What was it? They teased the Avengers. This is the end of Iron Man 1. It was their first Marvel Studios movie. Another great movie. You wait till the end of the credits and Tony Stark comes home. It's clear someone was kind of like broken in or something. And and who's standing in his living room but Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. First time you're seeing him. And he says, I'd like to speak to you about the Avengers initiative. And then everybody crapped their pants simultaneously. Yeah. He was like, you think you're the only superhero out there? I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers. And everyone's like, oh, my fucking God. Anyway. Nick Fury's kind of a dick. It's kind of like, hey, come on. It's Iron Man. Leave him alone. Yeah, he is awesome. Where does he get off, like, acting like he's in charge of everything? He makes all the rules. You gotta uh, fake it till you make it, you know? I guess. Keep trying. You know Iron Man. Iron Man 2 was stupid. Pretty That's not That's probably good. one of the weakest films in the Marvel. Yeah. Why That was the third. Wasn't there a third one? There was a third Iron Man. I thought it was pretty good. They At least, the very least, they do a good job of really mixing it up. Okay. It's a very different... Well, what they do with all these movies is it's kind of like each one kind of tackles a different genre in a way. And this might sound ridiculous, but it's kind of like... They're genre a weapon buddy cop movie. Is it with um, Don Cheadle? Yeah. Okay. And like Tony like that. doesn't have a suit through most of it because it's like broken. Okay. Does Don Cheadle have a suit? Well, don't t- come on. I haven't seen it. Let me just so watch it's like a it. very different style of movie. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah, I'm into Less it. Less about the machine, more about the man. And, and it's, it's better and, than and it's two. Marvel. It's it has its own. You know, it's goofy humor and it's got its kitsch, cute little turns of plot and stuff in it. I mean, I I can't really judge it because I'm a fucking love all this Marvel shit. I haven't seen I the second Avengers movie either, still. I mean, again, I really enjoyed it, but I'm not the right per. I don't, I can't judge it. I can't, I'm outside of it. You're with it. Did you see Captain America? No. 
The Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. No, I keep trying to, but it's okay. like every time I look for it, it's like, please buy this for fifteen ninety nine. Like, nah. Lots of people Not and people that it. aren't like Gaga for superhero type shit say that's like the best one. And I might agree with them. All right. I really want to see it, but I'm not going to buy it. It's not something I'm going to watch yeah. over and over. Wish you could rent it and then buy it, but get the $4 right, off. Like rent it like a demo. Right. I've rented it. Now, do you want to upgrade this to a purchase for $12 more? Right. What's they so could hard probably about that? fucking upsell people on that shit. You know what I mean? Easily. Easily. Because I'm not going to rent it. It's like retroactively deciding to buy it instead of rent it. Not but you've I, rented it. Now you're just kind of fucked. Right. Like no one's going to be. I just dropped five bucks to watch it. Let me spend another 20 to own it. Right. Instead, you'll just never watch it again. It's just some probably some ridiculous way these movies like Apple has to license these movies and some shit. What well, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's rules, man. This is not nom. But yeah. Makes me want to jump off the poop deck. Next time on Gutterball. Gutterball.